We're starting a movement with Lazy Boy. Well, technically, it's more of a don't movement. We work full-time and parent full-time. Our feet will be in the upright position, and our podcast will be listened to fully reclined. Now that we've completely checked off our to-do list, we'll be checking off our to-don't list until further notice. We, the lazy, are taking back lazy, all from the comfort of our Lazy Boy furniture. Lazy Boy, long live the lazy. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside. Hour number two, we're going to leave with some breaking news momentarily right here in the NFL. And I'm going to, this might take the whole hour to get ready. Like, just, I mean, the right decision was made, and finally, cooler heads prevailed in the NFL. Find out what that is next before we find out where JP is going this weekend in the anytime touchdown score market in the Bengals Chiefs game. I'll let you go first, K Dub, so I won't steal your. Your uh, pick oh, here. All right. Uh, well, he's on Cincinnati, so I'll guess. Oh. But he he always likes to go <laughs> down the board, doesn't he? I'll take T. Higgins. All right, good. I'm going to go Joe Mixon plus 100. Like I think it's a, he's fine. Same thing, with Kelsey. Finally back in the end zone, getting the good vibes. 20 carries. I think he scores and is the goal line back. And you'll go with T. Higgins. So we got two, T, two or two, two players from the Bengals. What do you got, JP? Where are you going? I might be on the Bengals, but you're crazy if you think they're keeping Travis Kelsey out of this end zone. Mm. <laughs> Man, easy peasy. I like that, too. Love the Bengals, but your anytime touchdown scores on the opposite side. I do like that. I feel right into that. Right into it. So there you go. Smooth move. Like hey, it wasn't T. It wasn't Joe. It was just flip it over to Kelsey on the opposite side and let it rip. All right. So now we know where JP's going here. Frank Reich, new head football coach. Of the Carolina Panthers. Now, everybody always told you, at least me, what great coach he is. Some guys only coach one team for like 15 years. Some guys can coach two in one season. The guy coaches two in one season, that's the guy I want, K-Dub. Let's go now. Frank Reich, Panthers. In what world did Frank Reich coach two teams in one season? Well, I mean one year. One calendar year. Man up. Yeah, man up. Let me just tell you this, too, about what you just said. You're also a, a buffoon. Man like, up. He, he's he coached. He didn't. He didn't make it to twenty twenty three with the Colts. The calendar year, though, going back one full, full year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, again. So that's, that's come on more. now. What are you? What keep up over here? Stop. Well, yeah, but can I ask you something, right? Well, why? Why would you possibly look at Frank Reich, who got fired, getting hi- now hired, as yeah. a reason to remotely bring up all time great Mike Tomlin, one of your worst I mean, Tom, in the history I mean, look, of your life. Look, here's the thing. Like when Frank Reich moves on from Indianapolis, and it was his right to move on at that point, he goes to an NFL job. Like nobody was ever asking Frank Reich's going to take the SC job, right? So I mean, that's the level of respect that he has, right? We didn't say Frank Reich was going back to college football. By the way, real quick, because I do like to get this in. The single fact that Tomlin has been a Pittsburgh Steelers head coach, never had a losing season, and they were telling him to his face in press conferences, do you think you'll take the SC job? Like, if, I wish there was no cameras in the room of what he actually was going to tell the reporters who were asking him that, because it was. It is disrespectful, right? It's like, hey, man, by the way, you're a D1 coach. Pfft, you can go back to D2 or Wayne State or whatever. What do you think about that? Like, why would I do that? Why would I take USC's head coaching job right now instead of being an NFL coach? I did think that was disrespectful, but the questions really made me laugh where he had to answer that live. Like, what am I actually answering here? Like, no, I'm not going to USC. Tremendous. I I do. It is a little funny, though, that he found the idea of getting the USC job that would have probably paid him more money than the other job. 
Yeah. As an insult. Like that. <laughs> the reason you're like, again, like I know we're having a bit of fun with this. The reason they don't ask Frank Reich if he's going to USC, because USC is not looking at Frank Reich. You know, <laughs> like it, there's only a select couple of guys that they would even bother asking that question. And Tomlin is one of them because he's got the age and cachet <laughs> where it all is actually a valid question. And again, nobody's ever been more insulted by such a thing. <laughs> To remove, though, again, your nonsensical Frank Reich take mm. that was horrendous from start to Tremendous finish. Tremendous coach. This is a great hire for the Carolina Panthers because this is a team that's going to be bringing in a new quarterback almost assuredly. If they stick Frank Reich with Sam Darnold, yikes. And you want to be able to get an offensive guy that is proven enough. He's been to the playoffs with the Indianapolis Colts gone through multiple quarterbacks there, let Frank Reich be a part of the choosing process here. You know, to some degree, right, how much was Frank Reich really a part of the selecting process? I mean, who's dropping stuff? How much is Frank Reich a part of the selecting process in Indianapolis? They trade for Phillip Rivers. I feel like he kind of got told, like, hey, you can fix Carson, right? Yeah, I can fix Carson. If I think he could do want. that, too. Yeah, and I don't think he did a bad job with them there, but it just went he off did. the rails where it's like, hey, we're just going to saddle you with Matt Ryan. And then midseason, when you're still actually fighting for a division and maybe can pull it together, because the Jacksonville Jaguars pulled it together midseason, they told him, by the way, you're going to play, you know, like Sam Ellinger is now going to be your quarterback. Good luck with that. Oh, man, you guys stunk with him. Yeah, you're out of here, coach. Thanks, Mr. Ursa. I appreciate it. That and again, so that's why I I'm optimistic here. Let me ask you this: you're, if you're Frank Reich, mm-hmm. are you pushing for the draft, sitting at seven, trading up, or are you really hoping to land a Derek Carr? Like, who would be the who's the veteran you'd be looking to land? If you're yeah, Frank I'm not Reich. looking. To, I'm not looking to land a veteran. Like that, that's like because I think the Carolina Panthers have been there, done that, and also when you take a look at landing a veteran. That's all Reich had in the for the Colts. Like maybe yeah. goes, hey, look, man, there's four or five guys in this draft. Give me a young guy. Yeah, we might take our lump season one, but do you want to get on this treadmill for the rest of your life going yeah. after like, hey, I could try a Drew Locke next year. Stop. Draft a quarterback. End it. He's the right guy. He's the right temperament. He was there in Philadelphia when Wentz was young. He has a track record of putting together a good young quarterback here and having good seasons. It all can be done. But the Carolina Panthers have a head coach, and we will be right back here on Moneyline. Get your calls in. 844-843-6879. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. If you travel, you know when it comes to love. See you soon. Can't wait. The sky is no limit. You know with your Delta Amex card, being oceans apart means meeting in Aruba. And booking a war travel with your card means saving 15% on Delta flights. You know kissing under the bridge of sighs guarantees eternal love. Because you're the long-distance lovebirds. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Takeoff 15, discount not applicable to partner-operated flights or taxes and fees. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know. In the California Road Trip Republic, we believe you take adventure for a ride. Whether coastal cruising, mountain motoring, or redwood roaming, discover beauty around every turn. Your California road trip can kick off from anywhere. Starting route. But it should always start at visitcalifornia.com. Then buckle up, crank those tunes, and ride with us in the California Road Trip Republic. Boom, back at it here. Of course, news in the NFL travels quickly. One head coaching spot filled. Frank Reich, the next head coach of the Carolina Panthers. So now we shift our focus because that was a job, I believe, Kevin. Sean Payton interviewed. Did he go twice? 
I think he had, a, and they were saying like he had a great interview with Tepper. Now that's no longer the case. We're an option. We're limited to the Denver Broncos, I guess, the Houston Texans at this point. I haven't heard Peyton linked at all with the Indianapolis Colts. More than likely moving back to the TV booth, or as I said this morning, that's his agent putting out those feelers. You better ante up and do it immediately, or we'll threaten that he's not going to be a coach this year, and you would have missed out. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's it at all. I don't think there's any ante-ups or threats. I don't think the interest is there across the board. I, I don't think teams are giving Sean Payton lowball offers. I think teams are talking to Sean. I think Sean's talking to teams, and I think everybody leaves these meetings going, eh, this doesn't make any sense. This doesn't make sense for us. You know that. And Sean Payton's saying, yeah, this doesn't make sense either. He's been a success on Fox. You and I have had the opportunity to, to talk with Sean Payton. He, he obviously knows the game. He's freshly removed from the game, and uh, he can you know articulate it well on air. So he's got no reason to run away from that nice pregame job that he's got unless the opportunity is right. And by the way, you know, we, a lot of us thought that he might be able to land a Dallas job or a Charger job if things did not go well for these teams. Now, that ended up not being true, but hey, maybe next year. But also, what other jobs could enter the fold next year? Let's be honest. Would you be stunned if the Buffalo Bills job is on the line? This time next year, Sean McDermott eliminated in the divisional round. You don't think Sean McDermott's on the hot seat with a divisional round elimination? I mean, I guess it could, but you're looking at probably them having another good year, and who knows if they would move on at that point. But it would be disappointing. Changing, though. Maybe they're lower now. Yeah. <laughs> no, but again, but that's unacceptable. What do you like? Yeah. That's that's right. Feeds right into my point there. If I told you the Buffalo Bills next year. Don't win the division and are eliminated in the opening round of the playoffs. Well, yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I mean, that's that's hot seat city, right? Yeah. Or unless again, it's I, like, you know, hey, we went uh, 13 and 4, but the Dolphins, who were, you know, just were scorched earth next year. Two. Exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, outside, like the Cowboys are like, hey, McCarthy, you stink. You haven't won the division. He goes, well, pfft, I had the Eagles in my division. Otherwise, I'd probably win it. So, what's the big deal here? Yeah. But you, again, uh, a ten and seven Buffalo Bills season that ends in a, in a now, and that's might maybe on the extreme end. We'll see how the schedule lines up for him. But if Buffalo, I think the the basic way to put this is if Buffalo disappoints next year, I think McDermott's on the hot seat. Simple as. Yeah, no, you're hard to be fired in the NFL. You better get it done. I mean, what was it? Uh, uh, Marty Schottenheimer went fourteen and two with the Chargers and got canned at the end of that year. I mean, we've seen crazier things happen at that point. And that was a devastating loss, too, by the way, in the playoffs, where I believe Tom Brady threw an interception, and instead of taking a knee, they tried to return it, and Troy Brown stripped uh, the Charger defender, and they ended up scoring on that initial in that ensuing drive here. Tough scene, but again, for a 14-2, and two, eh, he just can't get us over the hump. They were so talented, the Chargers. It's a shame, but when the coaches get fired at 14-2 and two in the NFL. By the way, the championship markets are up here uh, with some of these specials. Some fun long shots here, by the way, too. But here's you know what they do sometimes, which take a look at some of these, Kevin. 170 to 1, 210 to 1. But they block you in on some of these. Any three to score two touchdowns, Kevin, is 170 to 1. They give you good players. But here's what they do to you, though. Miles Sanders, A.J. Brown, T. Higgins, and Elise Kelsey. But they say any three, right? So you're you're hoping you catch lightning in a bottle. Like, what's the chance where, like, hey, by the way, A.J. Brown and Miles Sanders both got three. Like, it feels like you knock yourself out of one of the upper echelon guys, like, right off the bat. Because in what world are they going to score six touchdowns split between Miles Sanders and A.J. Brown? None. <laughs> that's what, what I mean. None. No world. <laughs> what do you like? That's it's a horrendous bet. Like that's like there's that's a couple of them that have different ones in there. But whenever they throw like the same the same player in there, like I just get a kick out of it. like no, you're like wasting a certain scenario. Uh, same one with this. Two hundred and ten to one, three touchdowns apiece. McCaffrey and then AJ Brown and Miles Sanders. <laughs> but also, like I'm sorry, that is. <laughs> Do you know how much better off you would be just parlaying guys for three touchdowns? Like, yeah, because they give you the extra guy, lop it off, so we get an yeah, extra shot. And yeah, I get it, but yeah. Hold on, though. What is a payout yeah. on McCaffrey and Sanders? 
for three touchdowns. Just two guys. Forget three guys. Forget four. What is it? Two guys. I don't feel realize how preposterous that even is. The notion that these guys are going to be just scoring three touchdowns with ease here. It's about sixty to one from both the score two. I don't. Can you even get it to three? I don't even know. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. How many multi-touchdown games have we had yeah. so far these playoffs, right? Kel- yeah. Kelsey's Kelsey. last week, obviously easy to remember. Jamar Chase just missed his. McCaffrey, I don't think, had two in that in that game. I, I don't think anybody had two in that big scoring Seattle game. Did uh, Dalton Schultz maybe have two in the game with Dak against Tampa Bay? I can't know. I don't think so. Did he? He threw four touchdowns. So Dalton Schultz. Did anybody get two? Oh, Schultz did get Schultz. two, right? I think he yeah. did. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. He did. Yeah. All right. So is is that is and is that the list then? Are we are we maybe forgetting anybody else, or is that the list? I think that might two, be the list. Two guys. Buffalo. I don't think so. Miami. I don't think so. Just trying to go through the games quickly in my head, but you again, you got the premise here. By the way, they have an interesting market this weekend, Kevin, and it's parlayable under weekly specials. Uh, players to record 75 or more scrimmage yards, and you can parlay it. Mm-hmm. Or you can just pick separate. Like Kenneth Gainwell to get 75 yards, Kevin, plus 1280 mm. is on that list. Samaj so Piran plus six foot. Now, granted, you're looking for some long shots because you don't anticipate them dominating. But hey, if the Eagles get up big over the 49ers, you know who's coming in? Kenneth Gainwell is hundred yards here. Miles Sanders, seventy-five plus yards. McCaffrey's the favorite on here at minus two sixty. Joe Mixon is minus one eighty-eight, and Debo is minus one hundred eight. So let's just say you go, okay, I like uh, two running backs, Mixon and McCaffrey. Parlam, it's plus one twelve. Which, again, 75 yards apiece should be doable, but I would need more tickets than that. Like, Isaiah Pacheco would make sense. Plus 182. Match him up with, what game? We'll throw game all in there. Oof. Nice. Close to 38 to 1. There you go. Now you're partying. I mean, yeah, just keep back. Now you're putting it together out here. Yeah, and again, that's always a good time until Pacheco's the one that busts that whole thing up. Yeah, gets 68 yards and doesn't catch a single pass in that game here. But we're waiting on news here, Cincinnati, Kansas City, to see those final practice reports or who's out there right now. Obviously, we got a gist of who's back for the Eagles, some pictures out there of Avante Maddox practicing. We'll wait to see getting word here for San Francisco. But if I ask you today, Thursday afternoon, hour number two of Moneyline, where does that Kansas City line end up on Sunday? Where is it? I, I don't think it's going to be much different. It could be – I think the Cincinnati march looks over. But I, I think this – I don't think either side lays two. I think it stays one and a half or less either direction. Yeah, I want to, I, I want to see. Like, I want to see it increase because we always say, like, that public flood is going to come at the end of the week. Hold on now. We get Kansas City at two. Mahomes is healthy. You know, I saw a picture of running around. I would be interesting to see where that actually goes, but I do think that Cincinnati run, you're right, would be over. The Eagles has just been steadfast at two and a half all week long. It doesn't look like it's changing one iota here. And I love the Eagles. I really do. I think they're going to win this game and win it, you know, I don't want to say 14 points. Legitimate chance we're in that fourth quarter for a drop double digits. Jalen Hurts out here like everybody thought. MVP style here. Headed into the Super Bowl. It'll be fun to watch it play out. But next segment, K-Dub, let's talk some basketball. Let's talk some hoops. NBA, college basketball. Some fun props out here. We'll do all that and more. And also, take your calls if you want to call in. See you in a bit. Right away. Moneyline. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. In the California Road Trip Republic, we believe you take adventure for a ride. Whether coastal cruising, mountain motoring, or redwood roaming, Discover beauty around every turn. Your California road trip can kick off from anywhere. Starting route. But it should always start at visitcalifornia.com. Then buckle up, crank those tunes, and ride with us in the California Road Trip Republic. 
Building a stronger financial foundation? Good plan. Northwestern Mutual's Guide to Good Financial Planning can help you balance spending and saving, set goals, and start creating the life you want to be living. You'll learn how the tools in your financial plan reinforce each other to help you minimize taxes and offset potential risks. Grow your confidence by strengthening your finances today at northwesternmutual.com slash goodplan. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You don't need a lot of money to do more with it. Join Padma Lakshmi, Viola Davis, and Fidelity's Women Talk Money team during our free Women's History Month series as we get real about ways you can start planning and saving for the future you want so you can feel good about your money every step of the way. Save your seat today at fidelity.com slash WHM. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, member NYSE, SIPC. Huge card in college basketball tonight. Nice card in the NBA as well. And I do love, like, Wednesday, Thursdays. You start to get into some of those lower-level conferences, right? Of course you're going to have Power Fives in there. But you scroll down the ticker there, you see the good old Idaho States and the Eastern Washingtons, Lindenwood at Tennessee Martin. And then at 5 o'clock on TV, CBS Sports Network kicking off Wagner and St. Francis, New York. See that? Mm. Good stuff here across the board. you got a lot of stuff to talk about today in these games. The and by the way, colleges. The big colleges. What happened? Now, JY, right? Monmouth Association. What happened to that basketball team? Like, I'm looking on the the last game on Ken Palm. List 358th in the country, Monmouth. When this team, just a few years ago, we're talking about an at-large bid in college basketball for an NCAA tournament spot. Yeah, the, the shift to the Colonial. Uh, I wonder if that made things odd for them, made the transition difficult. I, I Man. They're a very young, young basketball team as well. You actually, even though I don't want to hear the answer if it goes the other way, but it is what it is, is the Colonial better than the Metro uh, Atlantic? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, level so, yeah, up. It's, it's a level not up. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah. So not It's not like, you're, hey, it's a uh, lower-level Power 5. It's not, but the CAA is a better conference overall than the Metro Atlantic, yes. Yeah, so you're, you're, getting, you're getting that step up, transfers, graduates, things like that. It's, it's probably tough. Phew. Looks like it has been tough. <laughs> Let's go. With, I can't look at the record. My good. Like, and the best part of Yeah, go ahead. The best part about it is their one win is against Manhattan. Like a Metro oh, Atlantic yeah. team. Like you go back at actually also ride they got pounded by Ryder by twenty six points, but then they also played Manhattan and beat them a few days later. They haven't won since December the fourth. So they've lost every game in conference. They played Hampton mm-hmm. the yeah. other day. The three worst teams are them, Hampton and Elon. So they yeah. lose to Hampton at home. I think it's like a two point favorite in the game. And it all sets up their final home game is against Elon. If they go into that game with no wins in conference, I got to imagine the atmosphere is electric. Like, that's the last chance. Like, there's no other wins coming if they don't beat Elon. So yeah. I'm trying to line that up. I might have to make a trip out to the game. Yeah, just looking all the way down to a Ken Palm where they sort of predict wins and losses. Every game is an L, like, through the rest of the way. What's and the quite Elon frankly, score? A lot of them aren't even close. Uh, Elon is 69 67. Ah, and just to go. give you like a breakdown of that, UNC Wilmington seventy-five fifty-five, North Carolina A and T seventy-nine sixty-four. So you're talking about they're getting slugged or anticipated to be slugged in a lot of these games. Outside of Elon, who's ranked three hundred and forty-second there. Now it looks like I guess it's an unbalanced conference because they haven't played Elon yet, but they do play Elon one time and at home. So at least it's at home, I guess, at that point here. The way yeah. that shakes out. But all the way down the list. But again, top of the list tonight, obviously Arizona, Washington State, Purdue, Michigan's going to be a good one here. Iowa and Michigan State. And again, the, all the way down, you get to go to some of these lower-level teams. And by the way, sometimes I look at some of these schools, a little, little tear in my eye, like Old Dominion, South Alabama. I mean, just there's great times there betting Old Dominion with their great defense back in the day. And, oh, sometimes we have to get back into that stuff here. But if we're looking at the top of the deck tonight, I know you like Michigan. Granted, Purdue. Did you have an eye on one of these games, like one of these upper level games, or is that just a USC UCLA? 
The one I'm most interested in of of those because there's three games that all look the exact same, right? Yeah. There's three top ten teams playing an unranked team on the road with with spreads in between four and five points. There, Mm -hmm. I'm interested in Michigan Purdue because it. You look at the line, you look at the way the college basketball season's gone, and you're kind of like, ooh, it's a good spot for Michigan. But Purdue's been able to Purdue's been able to avoid those spots. They are the number one team in the country right now. But this is the kind of win that the Wolverines can get to help them when it comes to tournament time. There's a lot of these teams that might not have that flashy 25 next to them, but obviously still, you know, you talk about the bubble and things like that. And this is kind of what the Big Ten does in a way too, right? They're able to beat up on one or one other enough to get into the tournament here. So this is a really important game for the Michigan Wolverines. You know what the best part about this too is I, I go down the list here, right? And I'm just going over to player props, which is a tab. And they actually have make two or more three-point shots for a lot of college basketball players, like in the market. So it is pretty interesting. But I get a kick out of it because, like, I'm a numbers guy for the most part until the tournament comes around. Like, till like, conference championship week or let's just say uh, February mid. Like, okay, I understand all these players. I'm telling you right now, Kevin. There are guys on this list all the way through the top 20. I have no idea who they play for. Right? Like, you tell me in the NBA, like, hey, by the way, you know, uh, Dame Lillard, or this guy's a three-point shooter, like Kevin Herter. Right? I'm like, oh, I know what these guys play. Chris Murray? Tyson Walker? Now, Joey Hauser, I remember, because I think they, those guys were, like, from uh, Marquette, and they keep transferring out. I, I, I want to say Michigan. I think Joey Hauser at Michigan State. I watched the Michigan State game. Mm-hmm. Peyton Sanford, Jaden Atkins. Connor McCaffrey, Zach Nuttall, Kendrick Davis, Zurich Phillips, Stefan Turturro. Like, I have no idea who these guys are. Tremendous. Shout out to big Zach Eady, man. Jeez. Yeah, where the heck is he at on this three-point shot list? He banging any threes, the big man? <laughs> why why Come not? On now. My goodness. But it looks like a fun market to get involved, like a two-team, two-player parlay. Hauser and Sanford tonight would, uh, well, they're not even letting you parlay that? What's up with that? How about this game? No, not that one either. Can you go one in each game? Well, they do let you do that, so I can't get a same-game parlor or same guys on the team. What's up with that, K-Dub? What's the dip into the market? What are the, I don't what are know. The like, regulations? Like, is this the same? Is Chris, is Chris Murray and Tyson Walker playing the same game? Yes, it is. And they're both Iowa guys? Or no? One's on each side? Who's Tyson Walker? Is that Michigan State or Iowa? I have no yeah, idea. Michigan State. All right. Yeah. So I guess in the same game, you can't parlay. But if I took Chris Murray and put him with Boogie Ellis, Mm. who I assume is UCLA, that is minus 102. So you can do that. You just can't do the same. Jeez. I don't know if that's correct on Boogie Ellis. Let's check. Let's see. Boogie Ellis is USC. USC. What did I say? Yeah, you UCLA? UCLA. Yeah, because the only reason why they had it listed first is that name. So see that? Like, I have no idea who Boogie Ellis is. All but right. yet, I will handle my business and win money in college basketball just by the numbers alone. I love that. Yeah. The only sport in the world, man. The only sport in the world. You're talking about the NFL. Like, I have no idea who's playing, but I just like the numbers. Like, ooh, that might be a little bit suspect once a week here. College basketball, Donnie, give me the starting line for UCLA. No idea, but I guarantee you that game is going to probably be USC going to win that game. Good point. Good point. Oh, man. I mean, it's where we live in, man. I see. You're in uh, in college, you're numbers driven. In the NFL, you you like to hit the. I mean, I, how does this not lose? I mean, that's exactly. I yeah. think I prefer college, Donnie. Just going over the true numbers, just being a stack yeah. guy. Like, hey, this is going to work out. Who's going to make those shots? I don't know, but they're great as a team shooting those three point shots here, baked into the numbers and having some fun with that. But UCLA and USC tonight, the battle of Los Angeles, and as you put it this morning. The battle of the Big Ten here, which it's, I, I understand like money rules the world, but just just go to nobody has a conference anymore at this point. Are we at that point? Because UCLA and USC in the Big Ten is just maybe the most horrendous move I've ever heard of. Like you know, like the Big Twelve shifts around and the Big Twelve leaves for the SEC. Like man, Texas to the SEC just doesn't make some sense. But you could sort of rationalize it. There's no rationalize, rationalizing USC and UCLA to the Big Ten. Zero, like zero. Well, it's but it's a football thing, right? And and the idea is that no, I get it. Yeah, be a, a big merger, right? Of football conferences. So that's how. Here's the thing, Don. If the Pac-12 is going to die, where do you want them to go? I, like your answer is, you want the Pac-12 to be an option. I got gotcha, you, right? Yeah. But it's seemingly not going to be. So 
in in that world, it it, it maybe makes sense. It's it is. I I think it, I think it's odd. It's not odd, but the idea that it like impacts basketball and every other sport as well, just because of football being that important, it is. It's it throws things off a little bit, you know. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you on that, but interesting nonetheless all the way through. And when are some of these guys? Let me see. Like UCLA, last game March 4th. So basically one month left of the season before we get rolling. Like they were 20 games under their belt. It looks like they have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 games left. So you know really what pretty much where these teams stand at this point to have some fun and bet it. But I haven't heard like a lot of talk of – you know, even on like Twitter, like, hey, who's your team that like cut down the nets? It just seems like we're not at that point just yet. What do you think? Like next week, post Super Bowl? Like when is the fired up part? Like, hey man, we're really boiling down and Joe Lenardi's bracketology and you know, we're angling for for uh, selection Sunday. It's gotta be coming up soon though. Yeah, but I think it it is when you start to it's you know what it is? Like when I feel like I probably felt it even more when you and I were out there last year. And that's how we were kind of filling a lot of the space on Moneyline 2. Yeah. yeah I, Breaking I down like college that, basketball games. Yep. Yeah. I, I felt like that was a – I felt like that was really good. I, I felt like that was when you started to see those numbers coming in all the time and yeah. starting to, you know, kind of get that volume going. And they were coming up in like an hour. Like you'd be like three o'clock out there. Like, hey, by the way, about to tip off for about forty-five minutes, which is pretty wild and sensational at that point here. But yes, a lot of stuff. All right, let me see. What we got here. Uh, quick news breaking: Patrick Mahomes gave us a spin today at practice. Hey, K Dub, what's he doing? Throwing it out there. Did you see the reports or the uh, TikToks? Joe Burrow, like nice little like his little music in the background, throwing that spin pass. Oh, yeah, the spin pass, like, yeah. Like nobody's ever done it. It's impossible to do that. I'll go in my backyard and do it right now, pal. Throw some music on. Hey, wife, throw some music on. Watch these spin passes in the backyard in slow motion. Come on now. Is that the hype we're buying into? Maybe so. But we're all looking forward to NFL action on Sunday. NBA up next. I got three prop bets. They're not losing. Make sure you stick around and find out where I'm going. Maybe K-Dub. Maybe K-Dub's going somewhere, too. We'll know shortly. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. In the California Road Trip Republic, we believe you take adventure for a ride. Whether coastal cruising, mountain motoring, or redwood roaming, Discover beauty around every turn. Your California road trip can kick off from anywhere. Starting route. But it should always start at visitcalifornia.com. Then buckle up, crank those tunes, and ride with us in the California Road Trip Republic. Becoming your strongest financial self? Good plan. Northwestern Mutual's Guide to Good Financial Planning can help you balance spending and saving, set goals, and start creating the life you want to be living. Get it today at northwesternmutual.com slash goodplan. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We've all got old stuff that we should toss, but an old 401k? Make sure it keeps working for you. A Fidelity Rollover IRA has no account fees or minimums to open. An easy-to-follow rollover process makes it simple to get started in under 15 minutes. Plus, you'll have access to a rollover specialist. Whether you've switched jobs or are just organizing your finances, learn more at fidelity.com slash rollover. Consider all your options and the applicable fees and features of each before moving your retirement assets. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. Back at it here. Yes, hour number two. Going quick through this. It's almost a football Friday tomorrow, but a lot goes down in the NBA tonight. We have, what, three six-game card, three games at 7.30, one game at 8, one game at 10, one game at 10.30. So if we start with the game in the Garden, not in New York, but the TD Garden up in Boston, strong line here, 8.5 overall. I saw you on Twitter here. Post a prop in this game that you liked. Mm-hmm. Now, I like the same player you do in this game, but ah. I like another prop in this direction. So, ah. Knicks-Celtics, what are you feeling in this one? 
So I am looking at Julius Randle, the three-point mm-hmm. marksman. You and I talk about three points. Uh, player props, we just talk about volume almost exclusively. Yeah. Anybody that's listened to us knows that. Well, I, I've been trying to volume check certain players and where you might be able to still find some sneaky value on guys. Now, this Randall trend has been going on for a little bit, but it's still less than half the season. Over his first 32 games, Randall averaged 6.9 attempts from three. Nothing to scoff at, but not insane numbers. Mm -hmm. Over his last 17 games, he's averaging over nine attempts from three per game with a three-point prop of two and a half. If I get nine attempts from Julius Randle and he makes three of them, that's not a good shooting night. Three of nine is not a good shooting night. He's in that 17 games, made three or more threes in 10 of 17 games, and even better, on the road, he has made six of the eight road games walk away with three plus threes. I'm looking for Julius Randle beyond the arc. This is something I'm going to look to stick with here for the next week or so. Yeah, it makes some sense because also you look at his usage, 37 minutes, 37 minutes, 33 minutes, 34 minutes, 42 minutes, 40 minutes, 35 minutes. It's like Tibbs plays him no matter what the environment, getting blown out, blowing a team out, or close game. Now also look at his points, 36, 23, 32, a low of 14, 21, 42, 23. I'm actually going to the rebound market here. Do you know, Kevin, 22, or excuse me, 20 out of the past 22 games, he's had double-digit rebounds, which is incredible. Like, just look at the last handful of games. 16, 16, 16, 15, 15, 15, 9, which was a low, back up to 19, and then 13. His rebound prop tonight is 11 and a half. So I just went over the total saying, I like bets the same way you do. Give me volume. Give me a chance. Give me at the half you have seven rebounds, six rebounds, and I feel good about it. There's no way Julius Randle, outside of fouling out early in the game, you're going to get stiffed. Because even look at the three-point attempts last game you had. 12, 13 rebounds. Forrest, like he's a stat monster out here. And I'm going to bet that, hey, if the Knicks are blowing the Celtics out, which they probably won't be, but if the Knicks are getting blown out by the Celtics, he's still going to be in the game. Give me the rebounds. I'll take the 12. Because quite frankly, even in the last what? Last time he had 11 rebounds was January the 6th. The only other time he didn't do it was Atlanta with nine, and the rest of them blew it away. Sounds like the the double double machine Julius Randle's back. Oh in your man, life. the best! Yeah, he was always my favorite. Look, we're going to get back to him tonight and have some fun. Chicago Bulls and the Hornets. Some say will be the best game on the card tonight, and never should you skip this game over. There's a lot of options in this game here. It's a lot of good options here both ways. And by the way, back into the lineup tonight. Mr. LaMelo Ball expected to get a start. Ah. Also, we know that they don't play very much defense in Charlotte. Total posted around 235. I'm actually going DeMar DeRozan in this game. Over 27.5 points at a minus 106. Had three games off that he missed against Washington, OKC, and Golden State. But has come back against Detroit, Atlanta, and Indiana. 26 26 and 33. So again, you say, well, wait a second. Two out of the past three games here, he hasn't got to that number. I get it. But if you're telling me right now, I can almost guarantee he's in the 20s in a game against a team that plays no defense, I'm getting in. And also, the minutes, Kevin, after coming back from those three games, 37 minutes, 37 minutes, 39 minutes. I'll take his over points prop tonight, 27 and a half points. The notes that I had on this game don't actually lead to a bet, but it shows kind of why you have to be cautious with trends. And this is why we always try and tell the full story. Again, I like trends, but and Donnie doesn't as much, but I understand why. And I'll give you an example. Someone could easily tonight tell you, I like the Hornets. The Bulls are 0-5 against the spread as a road favorite. Mm-hmm. That's strong. I mean, 0-5... Sure, it's not a 20-game sample size, but 0-5 is obviously atrocious. The Charlotte Hornets have the, I believe, second-worst mark in basketball as a home underdog against the number of 4-11. So the the point being, this is just a spot where both of these teams have truly been atrocious against the number. Not a side I'm looking to get involved in. If you like the props market, looks like you're back in DeRozan. There you go, DeMar. Maybe a little IU at point guard. I remember dipping in him a couple times last year for some assist props. 
It's pretty good. A lot better than, you know, getting left on the side here. But I like that. Looks like the boys are back in town outside of a ball being on the Bulls roster, which really would help them out. We'll see where it goes tonight. By the way, quick update, NFL. As I told you guys, you know, live show here, right around this time, we used to get practice report updates. San Francisco 49ers, Kyle Shanahan says, Christian McCaffrey, calf, and Eli Mitchell, groin, won't practice today. Debo and Charles Omenehu, Omenehu, I guess they pronounce that, will be limited. So another non-practice for Christian McCaffrey. This seems to me now at this point, which again, you're being cautious and rightfully so, but again, a calf injury like a hamstring injury is something that could go down at any time. Do you yeah. think now as we look at this, is this an issue? Because this is a major cog to be injured. Both Elijah Mitchell and McCaffrey, you're one-two punch in the backfield. So, the, oh man. Okay. It, it is an issue, but... What what is the the Eli Mitchell part of this makes this all very difficult? What are we going to be doing? Davis Price props? Like, do you see a world where these guys are out? I don't see. There's no way they're going to be out. It's almost as like if they're going to be active, or just you know, how much can you use them? But that offense is built on you got to worry about us out of the backfield, and that's how Brock Purdy is going to operate: play action, handoffs, big plays, dump offs to Christian McCaffrey, and also again. Some good running by Elijah Mitchell. This is now where he said yesterday was almost like that maintenance said, okay, these guys are banged up a little bit from a physical game. I'm gonna give them one more day. Now they're not back. I do expect them to practice Friday, but there's no reason where, again, like the Philadelphia Eagles could say, like, hey, Jalen Hurts, like, just take a couple days off here during the week. We don't need you. Let's rest you for Sunday. They're full go across the board, including Lane Johnson and now Avante Maddox. If you're healthy to go, you're gonna go. But boy, two straight missed practices, a little bit of a red flag now. I think, again, and I certainly could be putting too much into a singular drive, and, and that would be my mistake that I would have to live with. But mm-hmm. CMC, was he did not run the football basically once we hit the fourth quarter of that game, which you could tell is when that you know calf started to pick up more yeah. and more as a real nuisance. If you're Shanahan, and I mean specifically you are Kyle Shanahan and all of your abilities as a coach. You do not need McCaffrey, the running back. You can operate without CMC getting 11 handoffs. The pass catcher, the safety valve that Brock Purdy looks for on every third and four is what you need. If you want to bang the under rush yards, there's only going to be so much time left before they take those off the clock or those numbers are way, way lower than they already are. I, though, might, because I I think McCaffrey... There's a reason why last week, DRS, I bet under yeah. attempts instead of yards. Because yeah. CMC can break a big play. I might see if I can buy low on some receiving props now for McCaffrey mm. on Sunday. Some, if I can get... And this is a, certainly a, an optimistic look, and it's probably not realistic... But if his reception prop could drop to three and a half on the heels of this injury news, that would be a target. Yeah, because also you're probably looking at what? Like more limited options where you might be handing the football to somebody else where you'd be saving him for passing options and passing routes. So something to keep an eye on. Here's another thing to keep an eye on, which you you knew Sean Payton. I want to preface this by saying he's going to go to an organization, Kevin, and he wants control of that organization. Been around the block. You're going to pay me a ton of money. Nobody's telling me what to do. You want a good football team? I'll show you a good football team. Now hear this. Uh, Beat writer, I guess it is Mark Mask. The Panthers are no longer an option for Sean Payton, which is obvious. And there was an issue with Payton's interview with the Broncos. Payton likes the idea of coaching Russell Wilson and having that defense, but fears a potential power struggle with a member of the ownership group, a source says. So here we go with this, right? And more and more, you're finding organizations not being like the New England Patriots. Like, hey, Bill Belichick, we trust you. I mean, hey, blank checkbook. I'm going to head off on vacation. Just run the entire show every year. It looks like even when these owners come in, it's like, hey, we want to get this thing turned around. But I'm not giving up any part of like my ownership. You saw it in Philadelphia when Chip Kelly came in and goes, hey, uh, Jeffrey Lloyd, write the check. Make, I'm going to make you do whatever I want, and don't you dare ask me or this organization anything. It all runs through me. 
And I remember when they fired Chip Kelly, one of the first things Jeffrey Lewis said was, I feel like I got my football team back. And I guess that's what owners look at now, but there you go. If it looked like it was going to be cut and dry for the Denver Broncos, that story's not coming from, you know, the Broncos organization. That's coming from Sean Payton and his people. Hey, look, man, I was in that conference going, I need control of the 53, and one of these Waltons are going, yeah, you're not going to get that. Like, we'll pay you a lot of money, you'll coach, but you're not just going to run this organization. Which, by the way, is fair. You don't need one overhauling voice. Sean Payton should right. have say, hundred percent, plenty of say. Yeah, he doesn't need to be the end all, be all, only guy in the room, right? Type of uh, man in charge. If that's all that Sean Payton desires, though, he might have coached his last game. Simple as. If the Texans are going to give you that, who's like, giving you that? Like, you want roster control, right? The, I, I want control over the 53, which is usually the big issue between GMs and head coaches on who wants power. That just means, like, who's up, who's down, and if I want to cut somebody, I can do it. But he's probably going even a step further. Like, yeah, I'm going to tell you how much you're paying these players and who I actually want. Like, you're not going to deny me. Like, if we have salary cap and I say I want to make a trade for another wide receiver, or I want to get rid of Russell Wilson, and you're going to have to cut a check, and I'll bring my own guy in. Like, that's not happening, is what the ownership group is saying. You can coach. You have a wide latitude, and yeah, game days, you have the number, but you're not going to be in the offseason saying, hey, we're in this draft room. Why is anybody one of these owners in here or the CEO or the CFO? Get out of here. You don't make decisions. It looks like that's what they're probably ramming heads on right now. But this, to me, is it is a makeup then. So... You never know with stuff like this, or you you hardly find out which side is being extreme, yeah. right? If Sean Payton is 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 saying, "Hey, listen, I am in charge, full stop. All decisions are mine." <laughs> that's not realistic, and that's not how this should go. It's that's not realistic for one guy to be able to handle that, right? Like, how many times this year during an Eagles game do they flash up to Howie Roseman in the box with the unbelievable job that he's done? Yeah. And, and part of that is having a Nick Sirianni, but this isn't supposed to be a one-man show. And if that's what Sean Payton's seeking, then Sean Payton is making a mistake. Yeah, I actually think, it, did he misread the market? Did he figure, like, I'm going to have, like, five teams I could just play off of each other and get the most power? Huh, maybe so. One more segment coming up. We'll give away some picks before we send you off into your sports grid afternoon. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. In the California Road Trip Republic, we believe you take adventure for a ride. Whether coastal cruising, mountain motoring, or redwood roaming, Discover beauty around every turn. Your California road trip can kick off from anywhere. Starting route. But it should always start at visitcalifornia.com. Then buckle up, crank those tunes, and ride with us in the California Road Trip Republic. Building a stronger financial foundation? Good plan. Northwestern Mutual's Guide to Good Financial Planning can help you balance spending and saving, set goals, and start creating the life you want to be living. You'll learn how the tools in your financial plan reinforce each other to help you minimize taxes and offset potential risks. Grow your confidence by strengthening your finances today at northwesternmutual.com slash goodplan. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's that time again. Time to start thinking taxes. But this tax smart move for 2023 could make it less painful. Open and fund a Fidelity IRA before the tax deadline. You could reduce your taxable income in a traditional IRA or get tax-free withdrawals in retirement with a Roth IRA. Plus, there are no account fees or minimums to open an account. Get started at fidelity.com slash IRA. No account fees or minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services member NYSE SIPC. Final segment here of Moneyline for a Thursday afternoon tomorrow. Can we even concentrate on a football Friday with the big games on deck? Sure, we'll be able to power through. Quick update here. Christian McCaffrey asked on if there's any chance he won't play Sunday. Zero, he replied back. So him sitting out, 
Certainly, you expect him to suit up and give it his best honest effort on Sunday. Where that effort actually is or how quickly he might be feeling that calf, we won't know. But certainly, something to speculate on. Now, let's get to some picks here. I got three. I'm just going three NBA today. I'm going to give away two. And I know you're going to give away one. I'm going to double down on it. So, again, Julius Randle over 11.5 rebounds. Mm. DeMar DeRozan over 27.5 points. And I do have an assist prop, but I'm going to hold off here before JP goes and lets us know where, again, he's loading up for this weekend. Yeah, give me Kelsey in the end zone this uh, Sunday. Mm. Kelsey in the end. I like it. I I liked it last week. I like it again this week. K-Dub, you're up. What do you got here? (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Uh-huh. Oh, man. One of the greatest yeah. in the business. Uh-huh. Uh, we talked about Randall over two and a half threes. You and I are seeing it the same on Chris Paul over eight and a half. Oh, yes. Yeah. What, uh, what a good one. CP3 has returned two games yeah. from injury, 11 assists in each game. And this is the old Chris Paul. Last year, he had double-digit assists in 63% of his games. This year, he had only had double-digit assists before these last two, under 40% of his games. That's why I think you're seeing this eight and a half number. I think it's value. I also threw a little odds boost uh, to up some value on CP3 for a double double, paying out yeah. a little bit better than two to one. We we got it. We got it going on. By the way, this might be one of those nights where you need extra time to get ready for tomorrow's early line with the amount of props that we are probably going to go over tomorrow. Sensational show, so don't you miss out on that. Props have been the way to go here in the playoffs, but also your boy DRS unbeaten on sides. And you know who I'm rolling with already. Those Eagles minus two and a half. But, Kevin, will there be a Kansas City edition in there? <sighs> Starting to feel it at this moment. Chiefs kingdom. Will they prevail Sunday? And we'll certainly find out. Thanks again for tuning in here on a Thursday show. For Donnie Wrightside, Kevin Walsh, and JP behind the wheels of steel, it's Moneyline. We'll be back tomorrow on a football Friday. See ya. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. In the California Road Trip Republic, we believe you take adventure for a ride. Whether coastal cruising, mountain motoring, or redwood roaming, Discover beauty around every turn. Your California road trip can kick off from anywhere. Starting route. But it should always start at visitcalifornia.com. Then buckle up, crank those tunes, and ride with us in the California Road Trip Republic. Doors take us to summers away. Or winter adventures. And afternoon getaways. Your dedicated Fidelity Advisor can help you open those doors by working with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Because doors were meant to be opened. Visit fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimum supply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC.